Hey Money Boss, Anna is here. And today I want to talk about how getting clarity and understanding exactly what it is that you want to accomplish is going to set us on a path of becoming financially confident. You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. My name is Anna Shurgunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Welcome back to the Money Boss Podcast. My name is Anna Shurgunina, and I'm excited that you're tuning in today. It's been an awesome weekend. Yuri and I just came back from um, a few days in Napa, and although we are burning here in the Bay Area, the fires are really out of control. Um, the air quality is horrible. It is still awesome um, that we got away for just a bit. Um, but I wanted to talk to you about today a topic that um, I almost revisit daily um, in one way or another. And I'll share with you exactly what are my um, kind of the daily habits or routines that really keep me in line. Um, but I wanted to build up on this concept and ask you a question. Did you actually know, because um, I had to look this up, that only 3% of entire population has real goals? There's a lot of people who talk about goal writing and, you know, connecting, connecting these dots, right, in your mind. But not a lot of talk about financial goals. And I've seen this over and over and over again. And every time I get to work with, with my clients, it is the single most important step in anyone's um, journey trying to develop right this clarity that I'm talking about and becoming really clear on what it is right that is my secret sauce really helping you identify what is it that you want to accomplish where are you going right because that's the reason everything else is going to move with you right in that direction so my big question for you for you today on this conversation is to f really sit down and figure out what is it that you want to accomplish? Where are you going? What is that final destination? I remember a book that I read um, in college by, um, I had to write a paper on it too. I didn't really like it. I didn't appreciate this book until later in my life, but it's a book by Stephen Harvey, uh, um, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And one of them is not Harvey, I apologize, Harvey, Stephen Harvey. And one of the habits is begin with the end in mind. And I think this is by far the one that really, really, really stuck with me. And especially when I started to incorporate it more in my financial planning process. But the question becomes is if you can envision, right, and start to think, right, about this this step, right? And look into the future. And it's almost like going out into the future, right? And dropping an anchor so that something there, right? That all of a sudden starts pulling you. And Tony Robbins is big on talking about this 
right? Because there are things in life that we can push, right? And all of us kind of go through those days where you just push yourself to do something. But it is so much better when there's something out there, right? That like it's pulling you. There's just like this invisible force. So goal creation, right? And connecting the dots, especially when it comes to our personal finances, really work hand in hand. And I'll share today with you my framework of how you actually create real financial goals. But I want you to put aside things like this because I know it's going through your mind. This is what where I was for the longest time, right? When I heard the topic of goal setting and you know, revisiting this on a daily basis, but it really made home for me when I saw how having those goals, right? And, and, and when you work on creating financial goals and financial goals are, have two things, right? They're different from just a goal. Um, but a financial goal has a date attached to it and it has a dollar value attached to it. So you actually know when you plan for something to happen, um, and you know how much money you're going to need. So let's let's take a simple example. Let's say you wanted to buy a car in the next two years. All right, so you have your target date, right? We're in 2020, and two years from now, it's going to be 2022. So pick August 2022, and you want to buy a car that costs $30,000 or $50,000. Pick your number, right? So all of a sudden, you know where you're going, right? Where that target is going to be. That's the $50,000 tag um, or 30. And you know, we have two years. So now all of a sudden you have to figure out, well, how many, how much savings do you already have, right? What are you going to be able to save, right? Or what do you have to do in order to get to that goal? And now, you can break it down into even smaller steps, right? Could you, could you think about maybe uh, selling your car or trading it in so that you can have additional capital for that? But when you think about this goal, you know, in, in generality, you're like, okay, well, I want to buy a new car. Oh, now that doesn't seem like possible. My budget doesn't allow it. I don't have a job right now and I don't know how to do it. The interest rates aren't good. I better look for a cheaper car because used cars are better. Like all of those excuses, right? And I'm only talking about one specific goal. But when you put all of that aside, right? All of those excuses that jump in our mind and create this wall, right? That prevents us from really making um, right moves and right steps. You say, okay, well, this is my big target and I'm just using a very small example. This could be done for anything you really try and accomplish. Even a goal such as um, financial independence or retirement, right? Like what is it that you really need in order for that to work? I actually find that setting financial goals are so much easier than setting any other goals. And, and the, the whole reason is because they're very concrete, they have dollars attached to them and they have deadlines. Um, so think about this in this framework and what really starts to happen, and I noticed this in my own practice when I, when I really became purposely intentional, right, um, with my goals. What I started doing years ago, and I, um, it's actually funny, but I still have, I have this big plastic box that I got at Home Depot. You know, there's like that big canister with yellow with the black lid. You usually just store it in your garage. Um, that's what I do, but I have, it's full of my journals, right? That have the goals that I'm working on. And what I do is I write those goals every day, right? And 
um, I, you know, from time to time I go back and, and open those journals, like even from a couple of years before, right. Or when, before I had Liam or it's just, it's just interesting. First of all, it reminds me of, uh, it brings good memories back. Um, it reminds me of the time, right. What I was going through. And then like this, this magical connection happens and it's really not that scary, right. It's, it, it really starts to put aside all of your, you know, insecurities or, or things that you don't believe are going to be possible, or maybe your financial situation right now is not the best, or you wanted it to be better. Maybe you've just lost your job because we're going through this crazy COVID situation. Any of that is like really disappears, right? When you, when you giving your mind this food for thought, right? And if you're continually doing it, continually giving it, um, then it creates this magical space where anything becomes possible. Now, I love financial goals and working with clients over the years, um, sometimes it's actually interesting to see how, how clients respond when I do bring it up and I do bring up these conversations all the time. There's not a single piece of financial advice that I want to give to anyone without under understanding what is it that you're trying to accomplish. Sometimes clients ask, questions like, well, what do you think the hottest stock, you know, it, there is to invest today? Well, last week it was Apple. Maybe this week it's going to be Google or, well, how should I structure my portfolio? Right. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking to do this, 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 this and that. When we start to get in that kind of a conversation, when a client automatically starts to connect the dots and presents, right, future things they're trying to, trying to achieve, it becomes a completely different conversation. So there's not a piece of financial advice I want to give to anyone without knowing what is it, what is it that we want? This question has been, has been top of mind for me for many, many years. So, but I didn't want you to leave today without getting my six step framework, right? I actually cut it down to six because I think it's going to be something that you can take away and manage on your own. So here's your financial goal setting framework. Okay. So step number one, you're going to decide what you want. You, you don't overthink it. You, you just, whatever comes to mind, right? And maybe you, maybe you've given it more thought, but let's pretend you haven't. This is the first time we're, we're talking about this conversation. You're like, okay, I've never, I've never done this in my life. I don't know. It doesn't matter, right? Because you can always change it later, but the deciding something right in this moment is really magical on its own. So number one, you decide what you want. So as an example, we used earlier about possibly buying a new car or buying a new home or taking that vacation, um, which, um, yeah, me and Yuri just coming back from two days in Napa Valley, um, is not enough. So <laughs> I decided that I need another vacation, um, like at the beach as soon as we can go. All right. So we got that down. Number two, we're going to write it down. All right. It is magical, not typing it on your iPhone, not typing it on your computer, writing it down. There's, there's the connection between you actually writing it with your hand on a piece of paper. And that's why I like little journals where I can just do it um, over and over again. Um, setting a deadline is step number two. So pick a deadline. So if it's going to be, if we're going on that next vacation, right, since I'm in this mood today, then 
I told Yuri that by the end of the year, we've got to figure out uh, when we can take a longer vacation. So October or November is not that far away, but I have a deadline in my head, right? I'm going to be thinking about it. I'm going to be trying to figure out what do I have to do to get that happening. And then the the second part of step number three is dollars. So what is this vacation going to cost me, right? Um, or if this is this is the car you're trying to buy, or whatever it is, what is it going to cost you? So let's say ten thousand dollars. All right, I've got to figure out where this money will come from. Perhaps I have some savings already because we haven't taken a big vacation, but maybe I need to work on cutting some spending or um, trying to figure out how I can make more money so that when it's time, right, for me to go, I have the funds. All right. Step number four is committing. I'm going to commit to doing something every day, right, about this goal. Now, it may sound a little exhausting at times. You're like, okay, well, I've got a lot going on. And believe me, I get you. I am on the same plate with you. It is a lot going on on a daily basis. But when you commit to maybe thinking about it, and as I asked you earlier, to write it down, just the process of writing it down. I'm going on vacation in November. It's going to cost me $10,000. There is the magic that happens that all of us need, this extra push. And the last step, step number six, is asking for someone to keep you accountable, okay? What, whoever that is. A lot of times, I am the one who reminds my clients, right? Hey, you've, you've said you wanted to do this. Is this still the case, right? Are we still staying the course on working towards achieving those goals? Now, what I also found, I'll share this with you too, Um, When you start out, a lot of times it's a little intimidating, right? Especially if you're doing your financial planning and sharing some of these big things. You might like, oh my gosh, people are going to judge me and this is kind of private stuff. I get it. That's why journaling is so cool, right? Writing it down kind of gives you that own private space, but yet you become accountable to yourself. That's the best person, in case you didn't know. All right? So six steps. Deciding what you want, writing it down, setting a deadline, adding dollars to it, committing to doing something every day about it, and find somebody to be accountable to. Because I believe that getting the, the clarity, right, and really seeing that, visualizing this throughout, is going to be the first best step you can take in creating the financial success, right, and financial freedom that you want. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your own money. Hey, Money Boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, be sure to share it with someone else you know will need it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone. So don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio. And if you are ready to take the next steps, then go to mainstreet-money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting the top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having a clear idea what their financial goals are not having a handle on spending and saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of those debts, and of course, not having a strategy or plan how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.